guys, what's up? How you doing? This is... Ah, oh, shoot. What's my name? What? I can't. Your name's Colby Anderson. It is? Yeah. Are you sure? Just say your name. Just say Just say Colby Anderson. Okay. My name is Colby Anderson, then. Mm-hmm. And my special guest... What's the name of the show? You should say the name of the show. I can't remember what the name of the show the is. The name of the show is The Toncast. Oh, I have to do your show? It's your It's your show. It's my I'm show. I'm the guest. Go ahead. Okay. Welcome to the Toncast with uh, Colby Anderson, and here as our special guest, like every day, it's really weird that we haven't found another special guest. I mean, everything is just, whatever, Todd Robert Anderson, again. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. Yeah. You really you really seemed to enjoy yourself last time. Yeah, it was a great, uh, great show. I feel like that your show's... Your tone is a bit aggressive. <laughs> aggressive? Yeah. Were you getting that impression? I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. I thought, so I thought Rush Limbaugh died. I'm not died. talking right now. I thought Rush Limbaugh died. Quiet, quiet coyote. Mm-hmm. So my podcast, <laughs> I what think. I did was <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. You don't have to yell. <laughs> My podcast, I can yell if I want to yell. So, um, what my podcast is, is I steal ten movies from uh, Todd's garage. Ten really dumb, ten ten of the dumbest movies I can find. Uh And I show them to him, and he has to try and uh, explain himself. Like, he's in court of why he owns these monstrosities. Oh, oh. well, I'm glad that that's... The show you're doing, yeah. uh, rather than reading me excerpts from your uh, health book. Uh, <laughs> forgot about that. Well, you know. Uh, do you want to go get it? Nah. It's no. Okay. All right. Maybe next time. Um, it was actually kind of difficult to get into your garage this time because after last time you pocked up a bunch of holes, you put in security cameras, you put in. Yeah, it was a little a disturbing that you broke into my uh, garage. I broke in again. And I got ten movies. I oh, passed the security system. It's, yeah, that's actually my side job. You're like a cat burglar or a, a ninja. Hey, that actually kind of works out for my first movie that I brought. Oh, okay. What is it? So my first movie is uh, the best of the DC movies. So you know that there's all the Batman ones, the one starring uh, What's-His-Face and the other What's-His-Face and the, the third one. And then the new one nobody likes because he's kind of boring. And No, no, there's a, a there's a whole other new one now. Yeah, they've got a new new one, but I'm yeah. talking about the old new one. Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah the mean. one from Justice League. He was boring. Well, people, Anyways. people liked him. Like your, your, uh, your uncle thought he was great. How do you know my uncle? Uh, your Uncle Gary is a friend of mine. Ugh, man. Gary makes weird friends. (laughs) What? Gary's an alright guy. Cut it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, the break-off movie that I found is the best of the Batman movies, Catwoman, starring Halle Berry. 
on the cover, it's a picture of her in like a cat suit with ridiculously long ears, and there's scratch marks on her legs and stuff. Mm. It's a very sexual pose, and there's really no point to it. Why do you own this? Well, let me see the uh, box. I mean, you're calling it a sexual pose. Yes. She's a cat. Uh-huh. She's on a ledge. Um, and Why does uh, she have holes in her pants showing her legs? Because she's been in cat fights, uh, and, and she's uh, she's about to leap. You realize it's she not. Se- it it may you're. Mm-hmm. It's your weird fifteen year old hormone adult brain. I'm eighteen. I just have a young voice. This is not sexual at all. This is a uh, a cat woman about right. to leap from the top. Of, of course, the of course. You're totally. You're totally. <sighs> so I, so, what do you want to know about what, what's why, your? Why do you own it? It's. Easily the worst. It's on the. It's on par with Green Lantern, and uh, another movie that didn't see, come out. See, I'm going to disagree with you there. Canceled. This is when we get into a good discussion oh, about what makes a fun bad movie. Okay. Okay. Now, Green Lantern mm-hmm. is not fun. It's boring. It's boring. Catwoman is so bad at every turn. It's hilarious. How much money did you spend on it? Oh, three dollars. $3 on that? Yeah, I found it in a bargain bin at Best Buy. Oh, I love bargain bins. But I, you know, the truth is, is I was, I, I had to uh, research this film for a show I was doing. I do a lot of shows oh, about yeah. bad movies. So that's actually why I have it. But I do uh, uh, rather enjoy it. I mean, and, and I'm not a big comic book uh, movie person. You're not? Uh, but when they're particularly uh, bad like that, or the uh, original um, Fantastic Four movie. Or the remake or the sequel which you own all three of them i own all the fantastic four movies yeah but but i'm not i'm not even talking about i'm not no you're not talking about the remake or i'm not talking about the the one yeah with silver surfer and i'm not talking about the last one with that other guy captain america uh no 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 there was a new fantastic there's been Oh, the newest There's been one. five the Fantastic one. Four yeah. movies, but the first two... And they're making another one. Or no, maybe I'm thinking of... No, you know what? I'm thinking of Captain America. Sorry. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. But there was an old yeah. Fantastic Four movie that was... Uh, they're making another really one. Really campy and funny. But but that was back when they made those Captain America movies and the uh, you know the, the old comic book movies. Yeah. You know, they were they were so campy because they didn't have a lot of money. They they, yeah. they Their comic book movies weren't a thing except for Superman. Like Wonder Woman. That, that was a cheap movie. And the Batman TV show. You mean Wonder Woman, what? The, the old, old movie. There was an old Wonder Woman movie? You mean the TV show? No, no. They made a movie. They made a movie with Linda Carter? Yeah. Oh. Are you sure it wasn't a TV movie? No. Oh. Okay. It might have been a TV movie. I don't... I used to watch the old Wonder Woman TV show. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You also enjoyed the old Batman TV show. I love the old Batman TV show. And, and I religiously watched uh, the Hulk in the religiously yeah religiously which means i watched it every week because you know back when i was a kid we did we only had three did you watch it on uh sundays no i watched it was a prime time tv show i was making a religion joke keep going oh 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 yeah i guess i could have if i taped it on my vcr well i don't know what that is you're you're an old old person okay (laughs) i'm just kidding All right, right, next movie. (laughs) All right. I I feel like so far this is the first movie you've really justified to me is the Catwoman. Okay. I understand why you're on that. 
Bangkok Dangerous, it's called, starring uh, Nicolas Cage. Mm, mm-hmm. The catchphrase is, the hitman has become the target, and on the front, Nicolas Cage has really long, mm-hmm. long hair. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. It's weird. Why do you own this? Uh, you just you just said why. The, on the cover, it's got Nick Cage with really long, long hair. That's it. That's when I saw the trailer, and it was uh, Nick Cage as an assassin on the uh, a run from other assassins, you know, and he has long, crazy hair. So why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I uh, pick that up? It's a John Wick ripoff, basically. Came before John Wick. Ooh, John Wick is a Bangkok dangerous ripoff. Oh, wow, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> We've blown the lid. We off have of blown the, the lid. <laughs> Keanu Reeves has some explaining to do. Wait, what's the uh, Matrix movie that also stars the, the guy from... Um, it's like Matrix, but it's not Matrix. Uh, that also has Keanu Reeves in yeah. it? Johnny Mnemonic? Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. So does that mean that uh, Johnny Mnemonic is a... Or the Matrix is a ripoff of Johnny Mnemonic? Um, yes. Oof. Not justified. Well, a lot of people, uh, you know, say that, you know, The Matrix was original in its visuals and its it special effects, but its sci-fi concepts are very, very, very old. Oh, in common. Yeah, okay. But people don't know their sci-fi history necessarily, so it seemed it. very fresh and new. So you're... Because of bullet photography. Bullet... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your um, one big thing for Bangkok Dangerous is Nicolas Cage with long hair. Right? Yeah, and I like gunfights, you know. All right, unjustified. Unjustified? Next one. This <laughs> is our four-cult movie marathon. It's not even volume one. It's not four-cult movie marathon volume one. It's four-cult movie marathon volume two with He's a Psycho, a, He's a Cycle Psycho, Angels from Hell, Chatterbox, It Speaks for Itself, The Naked Cage, Raw Violence and Hot Rage Explode Behind Bars, and Savage Island, Justice is Another Word for Revenge. Let me see that. Uh, Oh, yeah, this is... Uh, this is one of the gifts that I, I've gotten from uh, friends for a birthday who know I like uh, old drive-in movies. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, Savage Island, of course, has Linda Blair. Oh, of course. Uh, uh, who was... You know who Linda Blair was? No. Well, is. She was the little girl in The Exorcist. Oh. And then when she grew up, she did a lot of B... Uh, uh, you know, exploitation films. Oh, that's sad. She should have quit while she was ahead. Women in prison movies. Most of these look like... Like, one is Angels from Hell. That's just a biker uh, movie. That's fine. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, but the other ones are all kind of female ladies in prison type Yeah. Type can, can, I, can I read the um, excerpt from The Naked Cage one more time? Sure, yeah. The Naked Cage. Raw violence and hot rage explode behind bars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's stupid. It's all stupid. <laughs> but then Angels from Hell actually looks pretty funny because the cover is a guy on a giant motorcycle rolling people over. Yeah, yeah. So does he actually roll people over? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a war between a bike gang and, and cops. It's cops okay. versus bikers. There was a lot of those kind of movies back in the drive-in days. People didn't like uh, uh, cops back then. Oh, 
scratch what I said. I don't like this movie anymore. Why? The catchphrase is, when he wanted a town, he stole one. When he wanted a girl, he grabbed one. And when he wanted a cop, he bought one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. Sounds like a Republican. <laughs> Republican, yeah, they're, they're, they're biker gangs, remember? Remember what our former president said? He said he had all the bikers on his right, side. Right, of course, he's got all the bikers on his side. And except for, like, normal bikes, you know, not motorcycles. Um, a friend got you for this, so I'm going to say this is half justified. Half justified. So try not to break that printer when you slam those things down. The what printer? The printer you are putting those My printer? DVD, DVDs. Yeah, your printer. Try not to break it. Oh, it's sure, very sure. expensive. Right, right. Just like uh, the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. That what? Starring Peter Weller, John Lithgow, Ellen Barkin, Christopher Lloyd, and Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. And the bad guy is that one guy from Monty Python. Hmm. Or John Lithgow, sorry. It's I John Lithgow. Oh, he, he John Lithgow looks like John Cleese to you? I, I don't know which one or, he looks like. Okay, he looks like they're, a, they're all British dudes. Yeah, John Lithgow's not British. Um, You've seen this movie. Gosh. How do you know what I've seen? I've... I could tell the way you were looking at it that you have... Uh, you have you're recognizing it vaguely. I'm not. Okay. You don't I, remember? I recognize the name. It's very. It's a very fun, very silly, very campy uh, sci-fi comedy. It's a. It's 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 a it's a definitive cult classic. But part of what's great is this awesome cast. All those actors are great. Yeah. Um, and and they're all having just a blast in this over-the-top silly thing. And it's got one of the greatest. Um, <laughs> ending credit sequences of all time oh, yeah. where it's the cast just walking around the LA uh, the LA basin you know the river the LA yeah. river the bottom that's that's all empty <laughs> they're just like walking around it and looking like strutting around it's great <laughs> well you know the Hollywood reporter said it was hip and imaginative the, that's for sure yeah it's the, the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai it's unlike you know any other thing it's very much its own thing I'll, I'll consider this justified. Yeah, it's a great, uh, great cult, cult comedy. All right, now we're getting into the harder stuff for you. We're getting into the weeds. Yeah, we're getting into the weeds, and I'm gonna pick them out. Oh my god! <laughs> so aggressive. Uh, here we have an Arrow video. Only mm. the best from mm. Arrow video. I like Arrow video. They microwave find... massacre. Mm-hmm. 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 In in the uh, image, it shows a face melting inside of a microwave. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. It's that people, this uh, uh, these uh, people are killing people with their microwave. They're shoving people in their. Microwave. They have to get people near the microwave <laughs> for their massacre to happen. It's like, wait. So how mean, does the, the microwave the, the, work? It, does, it, it doesn't. You can't kill someone <laughs> by shoving them in a microwave unless you can get them all the way in. Like, okay, in Gremlins, you remember the movie Gremlins? Yeah. So in Gremlins, the mom is fighting the, the Gremlins in her kitchen, you know, and she's using blenders to blend them up. And she pushes one into a microwave, shuts the door, yeah. hits the thing, and then it blows up. 
That's something you can do. You yeah. can kill if you can shut the door. You can kill somebody, but you you can't get an entire human being <laughs> into a microwave oven unless it's like a gigantic microwave oven. Yeah, how large is the microwave oven? It's just a regular microwave oven, like like a tiny microwave or like a an oven sized microwave. It's like the microwave. Uh, uh, it's a it's a large microwave. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it's not a small one. Yeah, you it's, can't. It's a regular size you know, typical microwave situation, but you can't get someone in there. It actually reminds me, there's a, a, a movie, uh, a remake of The Last House on the Left, one of the more unpleasant um, um, exploitation films, uh, and Wes Craven's first movie. But when they remade it, uh, they, you know, it's it's one of these revenge movies. Yeah. Um, and, and they get revenge on the bad guy, but it, it, like at the end, spoiler alert, at the end, they shove one of the bad guys into a microwave and it works. They just, his head's in it and mm-hmm. the doors open and they hit the buttons and it works and it kills him. And I, and it, um, I was like, that, hum. that's fun. That would be neat, but you, that's a hell of a recall that on that, <laughs> hell of a recall yeah. on that microwave. You it's need, true. Yeah. You can't, like, most microwaves, you can't even turn on unless the door is closed. The door has to be closed. Yeah. Uh, but the good news about uh, Microwave Massacre is it stars legendary stand-up comedian and actor Jack Vernon as Donald, mm-hmm. a disgruntled construction worker whose wife's predilection pedi- for hot Predilection. Cuisine, predilection. Predilection, yeah. predilection for hot cuisine drives him to cannibalism. Now, what makes this movie particularly interesting, uh, this older uh, couple killing people with a microwave and and eating them, is this. Vernon, Mm -hmm. the star, he was the voice of Frosty the Snowman in the classic Frosty the Snowman cartoon. Mm-hmm. And he sounds exactly <laughs> like Frosty the Snowman. He does, so he's doing the Frosty voice. Well, he didn't do a voice. Oh, that's that, his that voice. Was just him. Yeah, that's just how he sounds. So he sounds like Frosty. It's well, just funny. It's, eating people. it's it's weird. Like Frosty's eating people. He came back from the North Pole to kill people to with kill microwaves. People with the microwave. But he's got to be careful. He'll melt. Yeah, he'll melt. You know, actually, this is kind of a perfect uh, moving on with the Frosty moving the on. Man. You mean like a segue? Segue. Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah. I I was trying to use the segue word. I just couldn't think of it. You know. Uh huh. Like someone trying to think of the word cat uh-huh. and uses uh, meat with tail. Who does that? A lot of people. No, nobody's ever. Yeah, everybody does it. Meat with you tail. Just... I'm not in this country. Yeah, maybe some of the people... Well, they eat cats and other, (laughs) like, the Philippines or whatever. All right. Uh, The next movie I brought out is Ice Cream Man. Oh, Ice Cream, You Scream, We All Scream. For the ice cream. (laughs) Yeah, that's... It's great. And on the cover is a little bald guy holding ice cream. A little bald guy. (laughs) Putting his uh, finger to his lips and saying, shh. Well, handing you uh, evil ice cream or something? Do you know who that is? A uh, little bald guy? little bald guy. Hold on. I can find it. Is it Clint Howard? Yes. Oh. Do you know who Clint Howard is related to? Uh, Howard the Duck? <laughs> no. 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 How often are people with a last name Howard related to a person with the first name Howard? Well, they're like, both, like they're they're both little bald people. Do you think so we're related to? Do you think I'm related to Anderson Cooper? Yeah. Or you're related to Anderson Cooper? Wait, because your last name is Anderson. We're not related to Anderson Cooper. No. 
I, I've been telling everybody that Anderson Cooper was like my third cousin. God, I wish he was, because we'd be rich. We'd be rich. Uh, Ken Howard is uh, Ron Howard's brother. Ron Howard. Do you know who Ron Howard is? The brother of Ron Perlman? No. No. I'm, I'm going to stop trying to help you with pop culture trivia, because you can't take it seriously. Okay, I'm sorry. I will take it very seriously from here on in. Well, Ron Howard yeah. started as an actor. Yeah. He was uh, in The Andy Griffith Show as a child. Old black and white show. I used to watch it with my son, who looks a lot like you, mm. when he was little. Uh, and also, uh, he went on to be on Happy Days. He was the teenage star of Happy Days. He wasn't really a teenager. He was a lot older. And the show was on for 15 years, and he never stopped being a teenager, uh, which is kind of funny. But then, he, after that, he went on to direct movies. Mm-hmm. And in almost all of his movies, his brother, Clint Howard, appears. Did he direct this? No, he did not do Ice Cream Man. Ron Howard does like high end movies like Apollo 13. And, oh. Yeah. And uh, uh, what was the. He did a Western with Tommy Lee Jones. What the hell was it called? But anyway, Backdraft he did about the firefighters. Uh, Clint Howard uh, does, in addition to parts <clears throat> in his brother's movies, yeah. does a lot of these kind of B horror movies. He's sort of a fixture in uh, horror okay. films. Yeah. Well. I'm going to consider this unjustified. Why is that unjustified? Next movie. It's a good movie. It's also got Jan Michael Vincent from oh. Airwolf. Oh, it's got what? Yeah. One of my favorite parts of uh, Ice Cream Man is uh, when, like, Jan Michael Vincent's trying to figure out <laughs> the Ice Cream Man. Okay, let me tell you what happens. Oh, boy. So the Ice Cream Man mm-hmm. escapes from a hospital. Of course he does. Which, uh, in, in doing so, like, they, they m- he murders everybody who runs the hospital. And then I feel he, like... Let's hospitals. All- oh, sorry, can I say something? Yeah, it's your show. I, I feel like hospitals in most horror movies are terribly like protected. Like you have people in an insane asylum, they get out really easily, and then they can just leave whenever they want. I feel like they there should be more people, and horror movie hospitals are almost always empty except for three people. It's weird. That's uh, true. That's all I'm they often are. Uh, uh, it, it's true. They're, that that's a weird thing about. I think part of it is that hospitals, like old abandoned hospitals, might be easy to rent for for low budge movies, oh, yeah, and then right. they don't have the money to fill they them up have, with uh, background performers. They spend all their money on the abandoned yeah. hospital. <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, in, th- in this, he, he, he escapes the hospital and kills everybody and then lets all the crazy people out. So it's like inmates running the asylum sort of thing. They're just like crazy everywhere. And Jan Michael Vincent's a cop on the trail. Yeah. Of, uh, uh, but I think, this, you know, this is Jan Michael Vincent might have been a little bit drunk he, when he made this film, like the whole time. And uh, there's a part where he's uh, walking uh, through the hospital trying to figure out what's happened. And all it's just crazy people. And they keep like running up to him and bumping into him. And he keeps pushing them away angrily. <laughs> and there's so many of them. And he just looks drunk <laughs> and, and angry. He's like, ah, ah. Yeah. It's my favorite part of the movie. It's so much fun. All right. Well, I guess I'll consider it justified. That and the time that there's a, a time like a, a, a guy a, a guy gets a, orders an ice cream yeah. you know, from the ice cream man. And it's one of the cops uh, and he's like having ice cream and then you see like there's an eyeball <laughs> in his mouth that was in the ice cream. 
That's disgusting. Actually, I've gotten ice creams like that. You know, like if you get like the Sonic ice cream, they come with little gumdrop eyeballs. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah. never, I never like those. Plus, the gumdrop eyeballs are almost always stale. Yeah, yeah. So you, you gumdrops like... are not practical in ice cream because it's the consistency yeah. of it. It takes too long to chew the gumdrop, and in chewing the gumdrop. By the time you're done with just a couple gumdrops, yeah. the ice cream's all melted. God damn it! You're and you right. just got a bowl, uh, 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 like thick milk with gumdrops floating thick in it. Thick milk. Thick that milk. is the name of my new band. <laughs> um, thick milk. Thick milk. What kind of music? Blues. It's blues. It's a blues band. You wouldn't yeah. expect that from the name. No, no, that makes Next sense. Movie. You don't want thick milk. It sounds like it's gone bad. So if it's a, if it's a blues band and it's sad. It's a sad band because yeah. you got you got thick milk. Well, you're not supposed to cry over thick milk. You've heard, you've heard that expression, right? Don't cry over spilt milk. No, it, thick milk. I don't know where you got this. It makes part. sense to cry over thick milk because that might thin it out a little bit. Your tears falling in the milk will That's make it. That's disgusting. It's gonna be all salty and gross, <laughs> and your family's gonna have to drink your tears. <laughs> What kind of family what? do you live in? First of all, why are you making your family drink thick milk? <laughs> They're all going to get stomach aches. <laughs> so I, I think that that problem is yours, i got to be honest. This problem's mine. All right, all it's right. It's your deal. You're right. You're right. Your we can at Bernie's, too. Mm-hmm. Why? Are you oh, is this the next to? Bernie's I don't know two? why you're like suddenly. So, Weekend at Bernie's One is like a great classic film. Everybody loved Weekend at Bernie's One. It's funny, it's got a great sense of humor, a charming cast. And then there's the racist Weekend at Bernie's Two with the voodoo stuff and the. Why? Why do you own this? Uh, I, I Admittedly, I have a franchise problem. Uh, if I like an original. I uh, often have the sequels. I've got all the Police Academy movies, for example. Um, Police Academy like, movies all have an element of that one guy who screams and is crazy and like. He's, uh, he doesn't. Sh- he doesn't show up, Bobcat Goldthwait, until yeah. part two. Really? He's not in part one. People oh. forget that. And uh, there's uh, especially in part one. There's a lot of racism in that. Oh yeah, you're right. Weekend at Bernie's too. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you're right. There is uh, the the the. Voodoo stuff is is weird and unfortunate, um, uh, but uh, I I do have a soft spot for Terry Kaiser's performance in Weekend at Bernie's Part Two because it, it, you know in Weekend at Bernie's he's dead and they got to carry him around yeah. and make him make him you know turn him into a puppet to make him seem alive. In this, because of the voodoo curse, I mean, like obviously they had to make a sequel, they had to do something else funny, and the best thing they could come up with was a voodoo curse to make it happen. Yeah. A voodoo curse gone wrong because the guys who do the voodoo curse in a movie theater in Times Square, uh, they they um, they're supposed to sacrifice a live chicken. Yeah. But they that they, they and they have a live chicken, but it gets away from them, mm-hmm. and they're ch- running through the theater trying to find the chicken, and then they there's a guy sitting watching the movie petting a chicken. And they're like, oh, that's our chicken. He's like, no, it's not. Get your own chicken. Get away from my chicken. So they don't have a chicken. So what they do instead is they go out and buy a bucket of fried chicken. And they use that in the voodoo ritual so it fucks up the ritual. Because what it's supposed to do is reanimate Bernie. And then he's supposed to lead them to treasure. But when they do the wrong ritual, all he only reanimates when music is playing. And it's just dancing. And his dancing is hilarious. Okay. 
Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean... Unjustified. Uh, unjustified. Okay. Why, why is that unjustified? You're just like... <laughs> you got. If you're going to do all these judgments, you have to explain why you... Why this is unjustified. Well, you didn't really explain off the racist part besides saying it's an unfortunate thing. The whole side <laughs> thing of them getting fried chicken over real chicken is just a dumb idea for a side plot. Vo- voodoo doesn't work. The first one was silly, but it wasn't ridiculous. This one's taken the uh, turn from being ridiculous to being stupid. And um, everybody's performance kind of sucks. I don't agree. All right, next one. I think Andrew McCarthy's very charming is like a desperate virginal man in, in that one. Oh, you're a desperate virginal man sympathizer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I, I guess. Sure, sure. It's cool. It's cool. I'm not. I'm not judging. Like yeah. I'm not judging you for that one. Yeah. Here we have the double of Death Sport and Battle Truck. Ugh. Death Sport actually looks kind of cool. It's a guy with a like machine gun and he's riding a motorcycle. Battle Truck is just a really big metal truck. Yeah. Why do you own Battle Truck? Uh, I like movies with trucks. Is that it? Uh, large vehicles on killing sprees is fun to me, like Maximum Overdrive, the TV movie Killdozer, oh. um, Rolling Vengeance. That's uh, one about a guy who uh, gets revenge with uh, his you know giant pickup truck. Do you like Duel? I love Duel. What what's that movie about the car? Not Christine, but it's like Christine, a car that comes alive and kills people. The car. The car. Did you ever watch the sequel to the car? There's a sequel to The Car? Yeah, they made a sequel to The Car. The Car 2? Yeah. I don't think so. No? No. They made like a futuristic version of The Car, then. A futuristic version of The Car? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You watched it, I think. I did? Yeah. How do you know? Uh, well, you know, I needed to do a lot of research to break into your garage, so I... So you watched me watching The Car 2, which All I right, remember... All right, Battle Truck. So, uh, your whole thing for Battle Truck is a uh, big truck. Yeah, it's a big... Give me, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it, give it. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, you know what is another good uh, sort of truck movie is... Uh, 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 damn it, what's that thing? Speaking of Jan Michael Vincent, Jan Michael Vincent, George Pappard, uh, uh, and they're on. The, they're in like this giant like two-card RV called... Uh, um, um, what's what's it called? Uh, uh, damn it. Yeah. it uh, it's like post-apocalyptic, and they're in this thing called I think it's called the Landmaster, and they're oh, and uh, they driving drive through the desert, the, and, they, and then they oh, it's like a post-apocalyptic world. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they drive around in this one. Like, they have to ju- fight like vehicle. giant scorpions. And then there's the one part with the bugs. Yeah, and the bugs. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't remember. What Damnation Alley. Damnation Alley. There it is. Yeah, any kind of thing. Damnation Alley. Well, and I, you know, this is like like the A Team. You know, they're always like. Putting things on trucks to make trucks, you know, giant. I mean, like, look at this picture. You know, this is also. I think it's a. a, a yeah, yeah, this is also a post-apocalyptic truck movie. So they take this big truck and they outfit it with all this armor and guns and stuff. Oh yeah. You oh, know, yeah. Uh-huh. and and, uh, and then they have to fight people. I don't know. You, you can't ask for for more excitement than Battle Truck. Unfortunately, of course, uh, you know, it's a four three um, pan and scan. Uh, version. Death Sport's in uh, really proper widescreen. Uh... Alright, you know what? 
I. It's got oh, it's got Richard Lynch death sport. I forgot about that. I like Richard Lynch. You know that guy? No. These are Corman movies. Uh, uh, Richard Lynch is. Uh, do you remember that movie, uh, uh, that Chuck Norris movie, Invasion USA? Oh uh, yeah. So he's the bad guy in Invasion USA. Oh, he's got he okay. like had his face is crazy looking because he 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 had all this scarring. Yeah. From because he set himself on fire. Right. Of course, everybody does that. Like Trash Can Man did that. <laughs> That's a Trash Can Man's fictional. Richard Lynch was a real guy. Oh, he actually set his face on fire. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, I think the story is this, that he was uh, on um, LSD. Oh, boy. Which is a hallucinogenic hallucinogenic drug. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, he was protesting, I believe, the Vietnam War or something like that. And, uh, And he set himself on fire, which, you know, monks did. Um, and he did the same thing, but he lived, uh, mm. and then he was very regretful of having set himself on fire. That's weird. And he became a, a anti-drug crusader, and because uh, he set himself on fire on drugs. Yeah, so, well, he doesn't want other people to set themselves on fire. All on in drugs. all, him setting himself on fire was a good thing. Well, it certainly led to his very specific look and made him a go-to uh, uh, a bad guy oh. in tons of B movies. In the 70s and 80s. Well, that's that's something. I'm going to consider that movie justified. Justified? Oh, okay. Justified. Why? Well, I feel like your description of the truck part makes it sound like fun, and the comparisons to other bad movies with trucks that I've actually watched and enjoyed make me think that it's justified that you own this. I don't know. I might find it boring personally, but I understand why you don't. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Justified. Do you, do you get bored by uh, uh, armored truck films? Well, if the, if enough time passes where it's just them driving around in a truck, yes. Did you ever see uh, Black Dog no. with uh, Patrick Swayze where he drives around in a truck? No. Nope. He's a trucker and he has to c- carry one thing from another, but he's, he's on parole because he got out of jail and then it turns out what he's hauling is illegal. And then the bad guys come after him. Like transporter. And it's like a lot of uh, chases and crashes and stuff. Yeah, except it's a giant-ass truck. Without chasing Statham. No, it's got Patrick Swayze, who's infinitely uh, more important. All right, that uh, movie has gone from justified (laughs) to unjustified. The next uh, movie we have... Why did it change? Well, you just uh, said mean things about Jason Statham. I didn't say say mean things. You said Patrick Swayze was infinitely better than Jason (laughs) Statham. Moving on! You're misquoting me. You're misrepresenting me. Fantastic. I said he was infinitely more important than Jason Statham. More important. Jason Statham is fun, but Jason Statham, Mm -hmm. like it or not, has not had his roadhouse. You're right. You're right. I mean, and Crank. that's why that movie was unjustified. Crank is close, but Statham needs to have his own roadhouse if Crank he wants too, to be right. taken seriously. Well, he's he's in uh, Fast and the Furious. That's not a roadhouse. Well, it's, it's it, a it, huge until until though. Jason Statham plays a bouncer in a roadhouse. Oh, you need a, an actual roadhouse. He needs okay, to make a roadhouse movie. Next, every action star should make then. a roadhouse movie. I'm, I'm moving on. I don't know why there aren't constant Roadhouse movies. Well, that's they were going to make a, a female Roadhouse movie, but then the lady that they were planning to have um, was no longer famous. So. Yeah, or something. Uh, and uh, But they did do a sequel. 
so. Roadhouse 2. Did you have Patrick Swayze? Came out, no, it came out on video with That's Jonathan sad. Sheck, I believe. Oh, boy. So. You don't like Jonathan Sheck? He's all right. Do you know who Jonathan Sheck is? No, do you? Yes, I know who Jonathan Oh, that's nice. So. I like him. He's fun. He's good. I'm glad you like him. He's in a lot of horror movies, dude. He played a a zombie in the most recent Day of the Dead sequel. Day of the Dead Resurgence? Day of the Dead Blood Line? Day of the Dead Blood Uh, Times? Yeah. Day of the Dead. So, I don't know. Something. That was fun. Um, Jesus. <laughs> um, so I brought out uh-huh. uh, uh, the, your entire box set of Phantasm. So you own uh, not the first Phantasm, not two Phantasms, not three Phantasms, not four Phantasms. You own all five Phantasms in a giant box set with a little booklet explaining why the hell you own five Phantasm movies. The booklet explains it. Then why are you asking me about it? Can you just read about it? Why I would no, I, I, It's your job here. Uh, uh, well, I'm a fan of uh, the phantasm. You're a fan of uh, old men hooking up with young ladies, <laughs> which is what happens in every phantasm movie, two from five. five. Yeah, uh, Reggie Bannister. Yeah, he he does hook up with young ladies, but they're always demons. That's the, the trick. He's yeah, a, he's they're a either dummy. demons or they die from demons. Yeah, yeah. Most of them are demons. Oh, that's real good excuse for uh, having a 60-something-year-old. Well, well, all I'm saying is it makes yeah. it a little bit more believable that these young, uh, beautiful models would uh, hook up with Reggie Bannister. They're demons. Yeah. That's sure. it. Or they could not try and hook up with him and just kill him. Um, yeah, but yeah. I don't think that's how demons work. So they, they have to seduce you before they not, kill you. It's that, like a thing. You don't know how demons work. That is how demons work. That's not how demons it's, work. As, as long as I've known demons, that's how they've worked. Demons just kill you. If they want you dead, they're just going to kill you. Demons... W- I don't know. The, are, the, have the only demon movies you've ever seen were Phantasm and Devil in the Flesh, too? And, and one? Well, that, those films are excellent. They're excellent films. The second one's better than the first one. I agree. <laughs> all right. So, um, you own all of these. For some reason, the main character in the first one uh, doesn't really... Isn't the main character in the other ones. No, yes, he it's is. the kid. Yeah. That character... It becomes the old guy, though. No, no. No. Reggie Bannister is always the friend. Really? Yeah, yeah. The kid... Uh, uh, jo- uh, the kid and his brother... His brother gets sucked away in the first one into the other. Uh, you're right. You're and right. And then in, in in sequels down the road, uh, they went and the young kid went after him. But in the sequel, the character of the boy is played by a different actor. Hence your confusion. Oh, okay. But then it goes back to the original actor in the further sequels. It was the the second one was produced by a studio, and they they had. Uh, they wanted somebody more famous or something. All right. Just for fun, I'm going to read the um, background little blurb thing for um, Phantasm V. Uh, Ravager? Intrepid hero Reggie must cross dark dimensions in search of his lost friend Mike. Fighting his way through alternate realities, Reggie must battle for his very existence in an ultimate confrontation with the tall man in his home world. Mm. Sounds awesome. How much was the budget for this movie? Like $100, $200? It was more than that. It was more like $500. 
$500, you think they, it cost five? If if I could make a movie like Phantasm Five, you make a movie for $500, yeah, I'd, ugh, I'd be making so many Phantasm Five. <laughs> if you could make any movie you wanted with $500, you'd just be making a bunch of Phantasm Fives. Oh, nothing but Phantasm. Mm-hmm. I just remake Phantasm Five over and over again. All right, I'm going to consider this with the same actors. <laughs> mildly, mildly justified. Mildly? It's mildly justified. Well, you know, Phantasm's fun because it's so weird. It's so weird, yeah. You know what's also uh, so weird but not fun? Uh, what's that? Speed Racer, the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, based on you the... Uh, you love, uh, or I bet you you look like the kind of person who loves uh, anime. Or Japanimation, as they called it back in the day. They, yeah, back, back in the day. Um, so, so this is a movie based on an old anime show that was on TV all the time when I was a kid. And um, that's, speaking of The Matrix, uh, as you did before, that is directed by the people who made The Matrix. That's great. This movie is really boring, though. Like, it is so boring. The effects are so bland. The actors add nothing. It's like somebody computered up all the actors to just say their lines. Well, it's such a, a computer-generated environment, and it's got and they tried to like have the same colors as the cartoon, yeah. so it's got crazy colors. Um, it's it's a visually bizarre movie. Uh, but you're right, it does a, d- does drag. But, boring. you know, it's got John Goodman, and everybody loves John Goodman. Yeah. You it's like also John got Goodman? a uh, little baby child who talks to a monkey. Sure. what There are a lot of movies like that. Like Lost in Space, the movie, has a child that talks to a, a cartoon space monkey. They made a Lost in Space movie? Yeah. Oh, this mission sucks. Oh. Right. I have seen that a while ago. Um, so... Why do you? Why did you buy this? Did you know it was boring before you uh, bought this? I, I had never seen it, and it was a dollar in a bargain bin on Blu-ray. So wow, a dollar in a bargain bin yeah. on Blu-ray. So I got it. You should sell it for twenty bucks and make nineteen dollars. Uh, who's gonna buy that for twenty dollars? Uh, Speed Racer fans. Okay, I mean, I'll look into it. Yeah, I feel like you should. I mean, Speed Racer. Who wouldn't? I'm gonna uh, put that as unjustified. Unjustified. So my uh, very, very final movie <laughs> that I have is um, one that looks absolutely terrible. It's called Fuzz Track City. Oh, whoa! <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, I thought it was quite interesting because you star in Fuzz Track City, right? Sure. And you have a giant poster of yourself in the uh, office. Well. I, it's not a giant poster of myself. It's the movie poster. I, I, my image is in there. Yeah, your image uh, is in but there. But you can't tell that's me, can you? I yeah. mean, I'm buried under a lot of hair and makeup. And then th- there are your hands right there. Yeah, those those are my hands. R- R- was that actually you? Did you have to hold a um, record for that poster photo? Because the photo is of uh, Todd holding up a record that says Fuzz Track City with little pictures of the actors and a disc coming out. Or not a disc, a record. Uh, I'm not really... I can't remember. can't remember? I can't remember if uh, Hicks had me take a picture holding a record like that and then put all the background in there on his own. I don't know. I don't know. You'd have to ask Steve Hicks. 
Well, it is pretty cool that you started in your own movie. How was that experience working for someone you know? Great. I loved it. I, I loved it. it. I'd do it again in a second. You would? Really? Yeah. I mean, this time it would be cool if they paid me. What kind, yeah. What kind of movie would you want to star in if you could choose? Um, what could, That's a good question. I mean, I, I'd love to do, you know, some screwball comedies. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to say you wanted to escape from New York. I would love to be in that kind of movie. I, I, I don't feel like people would accept me as a Snake Plissken. But if you could do, like, that kind of narrative with a more, uh, you know, ordinary Joe type lead character. Oh, you want to be, cool. be like um, uh, Zach Galifianakis in that movie where he's forced to become a, a secret agent. You know, because Zach Galifianakis in the spy movie, he starts out as a normal person, but then a bunch of spies meet him, and then they show him how to be a spy and whatnot. Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, I would do that. I just more mean, like, not not something that's comedic on that level. Oh, okay. Like, just do a, a, you know a MacGuffin or getting from point A to point B type of post-apocalyptic sci-fi movie or just yeah. modern set, you know, action road adventure. But it's, you know, but the guy is, you know, more like me and not super cool like Kurt Russell. Does that make sense? Or you could put on a lot of makeup, wear an eye patch, and put on a hat covering your hair and say that you're, um, um, what's his face? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I'd love to do that. And uh, I literally asked John Carpenter on Twitter. Oh, you text him like, hey, you want to make a movie together? Well, he was having a question and answer session on Twitter. He's like, you can ask me anything. And uh, people were asking him all kinds of questions. And I asked him, hey, can I be your new Kurt Russell? Mm -hmm. And he responded, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That wasn't the only time... I had a Twitter convo with uh, John Carpenter one time. All I said was, because um, I had shown my son when he was young, uh, John Carpenter's first movie, uh, the G-rated Dark Star, which is a right a, the one with the weird ball. Yeah. yeah, absurdist sci-fi comedy, and uh, and my son like loved it, mm-hmm. thought it was hilarious, and uh, and I said that on Twitter. And John Carpenter responded to my post. Oh, yeah. And he just said, your kid's got good taste. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. I, mean, I love John Carpenter. I'm just it, Like those kind of fun things that social media... I know social media has ruined the world in so many ways, but th- those little moments are awesome. That, like, yeah. When, that, like one of your heroes talks yeah, to you. Yeah, one of your heroes just texts you. Like, what? How yeah. did that happen? I've, I've had that experience before. All right. Um, I would say that that's about our show. That's the show? That's the show. We didn't have any uh, barf dog or uh, gross cat in here today, but that's because I managed to patch the hole in my window. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah. So you managed to... You had time to patch a hole in your window, mm-hmm. break into my garage, which mm-hmm. I had just fixed up with high security. Yeah. You somehow circumvented that. Yeah. So you, you've been real busy since the last time. Oh, not that busy. My schedule is pretty much the same. I spend two to three hours every day watching you in your garage to see what I watching? can do. And then, and then I go and I fix up another part of my house. The, uh, the last week has been fixing up the hole 
in my uh, window the other day was putting the roof back on my house. And then before that, there was a wall missing. I realized one day I walked in my house and there wasn't a wall there. And I was like, where'd the wall go? So I put a wall there. Um, oh, good. Yeah. You, you, you Took a couple wall. days, but I put in a new wall. And that's about it. That's That's how that worked. Do you mind coming by my... I mean, you're going to come by my house anyway and watch me for two to three hours. So do you mind, since you're so handy, I have a couple of gates that have been thrashed by windstorms that oh, need windstorms, a repair. Right. If you could do that, that when you stop by to stare at me, if you could fix those up. Sure. I, I, I also have a... There's a, a like a little uh, damage in my uh, bathroom in the ceiling. If oh, you could patch yeah. that up, that'd be of great. Of course. I do have an hourly rate of $40, but I can give $40? You, since I uh, know you personally and I stalk you, I can give you a uh, discount of $60 per hour. That's not a discount. That's, that's a pretty great that, discount. That's. Uh, I wouldn't argue with that deal. That's 50% more I, than I wouldn't, other... I really wouldn't argue with that deal. All right. Uh... Oh, I love working with you. I love working with you, Todd. All right, this has been our uh, show. Thank you for coming. I'd like to thank our guest star, Todd Robert Anderson. Thanks for, for having me on your show. It was pretty great. Maybe I'll see you again sometime. <laughs> hey, is there any way you can put my DVDs back? I'll work on it.